Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cali Connect yeah. Podcast, the one and only flagship station of California USA Wrestling. We are everything California USA Wrestling has to offer. Those are those guys there. Cali Connect Podcast with their Yetis, our new sponsor, but not sponsor, but maybe sponsor <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Uh, oh, you had to throw. Out I'm Coach Chris wipe. Lopez. These <laughs> guys right here. Let's go to magnetic. These word. guys right here. Steve Gee, Robbie Smith, Olympian, and California Olympian. Speaking of Hall of Famer. Speaking of a Hall of Speaking Famer. Of a Hall of Famer. New. We got another our, one coming. Our guest up. today is Coach Jason Welch of San Francisco State University. I know. California high school oh, wow. state champion. <laughs> Is he an NCAA finalist? Finalist, yes. two two time finalist. Two time finalist. I, I saw uh, an interesting match took, against him versus third. I'm I'm I, 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 Jay. Who was the match against? Me. Who was the match against Chris? I think it was. <laughs> mm, I forget, dude. But it was it was a good match. He ended up winning. Come but on. he's ready to go. His third. Let's go. Bring you guys it, ready bring to it. go? Come on. All right. Yeah, we we're go. ready to go. Born ready. Let's Alrighty. go. Coach Jason Welch, San Francisco State University, has a great program up there. He was having some uh, technical difficulties trying to get on, but I think he's got it all squared away. Uh, might need an update on the Zoom. Hopefully, he's a little bit better than our last guest at technology. <laughs> he's going to blast double. You better watch out, man. What up, Jay? What's going on? What's going on, Coach? How are you? Oh man, I like the the bangers you guys got. Those are sick. Yeah, thanks. California USA Wrestling, man. They have they down there. It says powered by California USA Wrestling, so they hooked it up for us. Thank you for uh, being on, man. We know you have a busy schedule. You know, you guys uh, up there at San Francisco State. We were just introducing you and and uh kind of some of your accolades and your career and you know uh, what we try to do here is you know bring on past california national team members or you know um to kind of get on and, and and talk about the benefits of being on some of our national teams and and what it did for their career and and you know what it, what it does for these kids in the in the development process and you know, how important it is for us to get that out to these kids so Having coaches on like you is is awesome. We've had Coach Caleb's Caleb Flores from uh, Vanguard. We've had uh, Derek Moore at CBU. So now we're giving you all the light, Coach. So thanks for being on, and, and uh, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat with you all this morning. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a good so, one. I, go ahead, go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? Oh, I wasn't gonna say anything. You you, you interrupted me like you always do. So. <laughs> um well give us your pitch let's go san francisco state talk about it get, us, right. there. <laughs> get us there let's go recruit yeah. it up baby let's go so um so i think there's a few big things that, that we have to offer um a i think our wrestling and our culture as a team is really, really where I want it now, you know, and that's something I've been growing for the past five years. I've been at SF state now for about five or six years, obviously a little weird with COVID in there, a little gap year, but we finally are to this point where I can truly say that everyone on this team 
was handpicked by myself, right? So I think that the things that I value as not just a wrestler, but as a person, I've really seeped into the guys because I'm not just recruiting those people, but also mentoring them in a certain way. So I'm just really, really happy with the level of, of person we have on the team right now. And, uh, and that's, that's important to me, you know? So I'm talking to, to kids, but also to, to parents and, and saying, Hey, like, yeah, like I'm a, like I'm a, a good coach and a good wrestler, a good training partner for the guys, ready to lead them on the skill development. But here's 30 kids and look where they are as people and look where they're growing towards. So really getting that more of like the three-dimensional aspect and saying, Hey, why are you sending your kid to SF State? Why are you sending your kid to college? And that's not just to be like, I want to be an NCAA champ, which is also important and very amazing pursuit. But it's also to get a great education. It's to become a, a better person, to prepare yourself for that next step. So um, I think it's a big part of my pitch is not just the wrestling portion, but look at our crew, look at the love and respect we have for each other. And how do we communicate with each other? How do we train together? And is that something you want to be a part of? Um, which is pretty big. And then um, I think San Francisco is a great place to go to college. Um, it's cool. SF State isn't smack dab in the middle of the city. So we're actually tucked into the bottom west corner, which is a lot more sort of middle ground. I feel like it's a quiet area, a lot of greenery right next to the ocean, um, great surfing. So I feel like you can still get downtown within a half hour for all of your internships or all of your, you want to go to a good restaurant or date night, but we're not living, breathing in skyscraper territory, which of course some people like that, some people don't. So um, that is something that I love is that proximity to the city that we are very close to, but we're not actually in the midst of it. And that's a fit for me, for me too. Um, I'm pretty sure we're the closest university to a good surfing break, if not top three, which is always, a, you know, a nice yeah, little. Yeah. <laughs> How close are you guys to the, to the, to the breaks right there? Uh, it's probably so from the actual campus to Sloat, which is a um a street that goes off into Ocean Beach, is probably a four minute drive. Nice, um, that's, that's awesome. See, I, that's I'm from Southern quality. California, so I have no idea what your slang is talking about right now. Because like, uh, what did <laughs> right now, you said, what did you guys say right now? You said there's a, a beach or what? A street. Don't worry about it. He's talking yeah, yeah. about San Francisco. The name of the street. Yeah. Don't worry about him, Jason. You just keep going. Yeah. Leave him down in LA. Trying to, trying to fall along here, man. You guys just signed one of one of our kids, man, of um uh, Hayden on Chante. One of um one of our Tulsa kids. He's going to the junior duels with us. Hayden. Hayden, yeah. Sorry, yeah. breaking up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I love Hayden. Super excited that he's on board with us. Um just finally signed him and got him on board. Um talk about someone, you guys talk about your your training camps, opportunities to compete. This kid, one thing I really love about him is he takes his opportunities constantly. It takes advantage of constant opportunities. So he's not just wrestling four months of the year, going to maybe, oh, I'll just go to junior duels or just to Fargo. Like this guy is training camps whenever he can. He's going to national tournaments whenever he can. And um, he's a late starter. I don't think he started wrestling until late middle school or so. He's a late bloomer. And that's something that I'm really looking for and in our recruits and something I see in him is like, Hey, this, this athlete has so much more left to give and grow. And you can see that he is so hungry. He's going to all like the Fargo camps, all the, the duels and constantly competing. And he gets better every month. It's not like it takes him two years to get better. Like this kid is, has those attributes and those character traits that yes, I think he has success as a freshman, but what I'm really looking forward to is like, Hey, can he be an all American 
at the tail end of his career, Canadian national champion. And then again, back to the personal thing, what kind of person is he? What does he bring to the table? And um, and he's really like a, a very well-rounded human being. Yeah, he's a good Greco kid too. He likes he likes Greco. So yeah, I'm excited to see. I think he, he get on the board this year uh, on the podium this year at Fargo. Yeah, he's, he he got close last year. He got really close last year. He was, I think he might have lost in the blood rounds last year, or um, mm-hmm. but he was pretty Sounds close. Like, I think I coached. Hayden him. is taking some. Hayden is taking some strides just in general in, in his in his wrestling, you know, and he's always the kid to come up and ask all the time of, "Hey, coach, what can I do better?" You know, and that's what's so nice about him is he just always wants to grow, and I think that's why he's taking the strides, and you know he's done really well down. He he wrestles for Black Sheep and. Uh, and and did you go? Did he go to Fremont? Did he go to? Uh, is he uh, a, a product of Fremont? Yeah, that, that whole little. I think it's a little like ecosystem, you know. There's yeah. like a yeah. few schools and yeah. yeah, but it's it's all you know, like uh, Sunnyvale Wrestling Club, Black Sheep focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's 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 a really cool. There, Danny McEwen's doing some good stuff down there, and 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 producing some good wrestlers in that Santa Clara Valley area. So it's pretty cool. Oh yeah. So, Coach, so uh, you go ahead. Go ahead, Coach. Sorry. I was going to say, what's going on with you guys right now? What are you most excited for upcoming? Is it, uh, you know, are you into ready for Fargo? Are you focused on junior duels? In- duels? What's, like, the no. the marketing thing you guys are, like, not just, like, coming up, but, like, what are you, like, stoked for? We're, we're in the um, thick of things yeah. now. We're in the middle. We're, <laughs> we're getting Mexico after State it. Coming up this weekend. Uh, the weekend after that, we got, what, junior cadet duels. Uh, weekend after that, junior duels, and then we got a couple weeks, and then our Fargo camp, and then a couple days after Fargo camp, we're heading we're heading out to Fargo and trying to trying to bring some stop times back. So. Yeah, I'm go. Uh, Chris is on the freestyle staff for uh, junior duels, and then I'm on the women's staff this year for junior duels, and so because they they're doing Greco this year at far uh, at Tulsa for duels for mm-hmm. duels. So yeah, we're in the thick of things right now. We're uh. It's this is the last crazy push where we're, we don't see our families very much and <laughs> see, and see in, a lot uh, of each other. <laughs> yeah, see you in August. Yep, yep, yep. yep. It's, it, but it's good though. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, that's the best time of the year. It is. It really is. It's a lot of fun. It's um, like, it's like Christmas. But now, it's like, it's like Christmas. <laughs> going into that though, like maybe talk about your Fargo experience and what you know, junior dual experience and. And and maybe how early it actually started for you in in, in going to camps and stuff. Yeah, were you guys on the same team, uh, Robbie? No, me me and Jay were. Well, his his freshman year was my senior year, but Jay has been going to my camps for my whole my whole since I was in high yeah school. since we were I in high remember, school. I remember I was in high school, and your dad would drop you off at at uh, Fargo camp when we did it out of Elk Grove. And then he'd pick you up after we were done with the third session. Yeah. And bring you back the next day. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we talk about um hating something that I see in him that I think I, I hope I say that I also took advantage of is like just getting to train whenever I could, you know. Mm-hmm. So like um, you know, getting a little nod to get to Fargo camp early before I was even going to Fargo and then have you guys there to mentor me and to take care of me as a, a young kid there was was pretty awesome. And um I just think that as a young athlete growing, if you can get into those training levels, it's going to just really like uh, accelerate your development. Another thing too, is just from a, like a 
a social emotional aspect. It's so fun to get to go like you're constantly in one room, right? You train with these 10 to 30 kids for your, you know, every day for how long. And then you get to go somewhere else, learn something new, see how other kids train, what they're doing, make new friends. And it's cool to see like the broader like ecosystem and social group. And as you continue wrestling, you go from that, you know, Fargo into college or even post-grad. It's crazy because, you know, it's like, for instance, I'm like, what, probably 12 or 13, maybe even a younger at, at Fargo camp seeing you guys there, you know, <laughs> training, do my thing. I can't even go to Fargo yet. Um, and then fast forward 25 years later, and uh, I'm in uh, Cuba at the Cerro Pilato yeah. as a postgraduate wrestling freestyle down there. And I hear Robbie, you know, yelling in the corner, like, chess rap, chess rap, <laughs> drive your heels, drive your heels. And it's just, you know, and it's crazy too, you know, um, yeah. it's not like Robbie and I went to college together, so, you know, so it's not like we were constantly in that same room, but we were together as a youth. And then we really had a little gap and we come back together at different times in your lives. So, yeah. um, I just encourage kids to, to get outside of their own room and meet more coaches, meet more other athletes, see other ways of, of living and life and training and like really just enrich your experience and expand your horizons. And then those people, if you continue to like be open to networking, making friends will come back into your lives at different points and, and uh, you have opportunities to support and help them and vice versa um, in ways that maybe you don't really understand as a, as a 13 year old. Right. <laughs> the, the, the crazy part of it, because we wrestled a lot together when we were young. Right. And then and then I was I'm four years old. You're 32 now. Mm -hmm. 32. I'm four years old. So you yeah. were a freshman year. Your freshman was my senior. And, and as I was as I was leaving and to watch you grow up and, and again, be there always. I mean, you were it was me, you, David, and, and our little group, the Trigases, and we would just go all over the place and just wrestle everywhere together and then now and then watch you in college and then like you said coming back and then being in cuba together as senior athletes was like it was like that full circle you're saying and and, and the relationships you build and keep pushing forward like that's why this is going on for the podcast is mm -hmm. you know i never was on a team with chris but i, I was he was and then i mean steve have been together since 96 right and mm -hmm. And then we got to be on, again, Fargo team last year. And we're like, how can we grow this? How can we make this a thing and, and make this better and bring home championships? And that that Cali m mindset of when we were younger of, you know, dominating. And mm -hmm. and so that and the, put the fear in the rest of the country that California's here, right? But, no, it, it's pretty awesome that you we got to do that. And coming from this area, you know, which is not – right now is not the – strongest it's not the hot spot it's not usually you know known for 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 a lot of high level wrestlers but back in in your guys' time there was there was a lot i mean you were especially i mean you were destroying people <laughs> you just kind of made it look easy you know like i don't know it's you were just talking dude. about your senior year you're talking about yeah, uh, telling, chris about ncs yeah i mean we were like well you wrestled the, you had the ncs championship soccer game right and then you went out in the finals and, and teched the guy in the finals and it was like, what, 30 to 15? You took it down 15 times? <laughs> it's funny. I, yeah. So like, <laughs> it's funny to say, I hear this story. Yeah. So uh, I played on the soccer team and it was cool because I was had a lot of friends on the team. I grew up playing soccer. And so they're all my friends from um, club soccer and then again in high school. And 
obviously wrestling was my focus, but I had the second door, secondary area where I was able to have friends and play. And um, it was great because it was a low, I really enjoyed soccer and I played hard and played to win, but it was a low pressure environment. Like I wasn't a starter. I, I played half the game. I went out there, I ran hard, threw some elbows, you know, ran people down and then I got off the, you know, got off the field. <laughs> um, and so with that came a lot of like, obviously you enjoy your main passion in your sport, but there's a lot, you know, it's, it's serious, you know, like that's your, your thing. You're out there to win. And as much as I'm always competitive in other sports too, it was great. I think to have, um, I don't know, a secondary athletic outlet that wasn't as, you know, my main thing, but, uh, but to your point, my team, we won NCS that year for soccer as well. So I was at the wrestling championship, same season, of course, and I think it was like a Saturday or Sunday, I forget. Um, and I won NCS that day. And then I I jumped in my mom's car and we sped over to somewhere else in the Bay Area to go to the soccer game. And I missed the game. We won like an overtime game. It was like insane. But I made the bus ride home. So it was cool. <laughs> <the bus. laughs> you got to lift the banner. Right? <laughs> yeah. The bus was like All taking off. Up. I swear to God, I pulled up and I was like, hey, wait, wait, I made it. I'm here. And they're like, Jackson, get out of here. You know? <laughs> That's, That's awesome. That's awesome. Are you going to be at Fargo camp again this year? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell Hell yeah. yeah. Nice. I love freestyle. I, I wish, I mean, I wish we just did freestyle full time. I know, I don't know if that's a, the popular, <laughs> popular opinion. Hey, for, you're, the first, you know, you're, the first, you're the first one who said that on. These guys are the, the Greco guys. To say that. No, I, well, of course, if, you know, yeah. If we could get the NCAA's to change their rules to be like freestyle, getting close, be pretty cool. If we could, getting, if we could even close. better, if we could alternate weight classes like they do, like in the Bundesliga, like mm-hmm. this weight's Greco, this weight's freestyle, then you flip it halfway through, that'd be that'd be even better. But that's never gonna happen. <laughs> the world would never come close to us if we switched just the freestyle. Yeah, and they would never even come near us. Well, and like I, I when I was a kid, that's all we wrestled was freestyle. We didn't. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, and we we were like, oh, freestyle state. I couldn't wait to get to freestyle state. And it was like nobody would show up for folk style state. Now it's the opposite. I don't even folk, think there was a folk style state. Was there? There was. Yeah, yeah, there, there, was. yeah there was. Really? But yeah, Not but like, I don't know. Yeah, there was a I folk didn't... style, but it wasn't as big as as it was. You know what I mean? Like. It was it was there, but I never went to it. My freestyle so, bracket would I would have like a full yeah, full yeah, like bracket, two pages. right? Right, a pool, a whole page, yep. B pool, whole page. My 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 freestyle state when I was younger was like seven man round robin, like or folk style state. I'm saying, yeah. it was seven man round, round robin. Pl- what was it? A hundred hundred uh, plus, plus 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 baby. One thirty plus plus. One thirty plus plus. I didn't learn had that problem. He's never been a plus plus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn any folk style until like seventh grade, I think. Yeah, Six same here. Yeah, I remember going to my first tournament. Like, oh, like like me and David Christian, we went to I think like the nationals, of course, for our first tournament for folk style. Went like zero and four. <laughs> like, oh, I hate this. What is this? What's going like? I hate folk style. <laughs> That's cool, man. But, uh, so how did how did you do at Fargo, Coach? I, I just... Yeah, so it was. Um, uh, kind of what we were talking about before my sort of like coming out into the wrestling world party I think happened at Fargo so because I always competed locally a lot and was training a lot but it wasn't I don't know if it was just my small community or what you know 
but we didn't start traveling nationally until until like late middle school, high school. Like I think some some people are, you know, you're sort of like 10 and you're already at, you know, East Coast or wherever you are, you know. And we'd go to like Reno and some other stuff, but um I didn't wasn't always I was always winning matches, but not necessarily placing at those national tournaments. And then but doing well and, and doing very well locally, you know, picking top two or three at Freestyle State every year and whatnot. And then I want to say it was eighth grade. I went to Fargo um, in my first cadet year and took fourth, I think it was. And that was the first time I think I was, oh, we could do this, you know? Like, it was sort of like the that light bulb went off. I knew, I knew, like, I was still debating as a young person, like, do I want to try to, like, play soccer full-time or what sport I was going to do? You know, I didn't really realize that I was at quite that level of taking fourth at Fargo yet. So that was really cool and really shifted my mindset I didn't have as much of a measuring stick. I was just training my ass off, honestly. And uh, <laughs> I didn't know uh, where I measured up. So that was my first sort of big moment of being like, oh, I can compete on a national level in a, in a very successful way. And and where should I, how should I rewind my goals going forward to, to fit that? Um, but yeah, I think I won as a, I placed as a first year cadet. And then I think, as a second year cadet, I talked the staff into letting me go juniors and they weren't totally happy about it. They're like, why don't you just win, try to win cadets? We're trying to, you know, and I was like, I want to go juniors. And um, I think I placed again as a, as a fake junior, um, maybe like, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth. And then the next year I went as a true junior. I didn't place. I went like three and two. And I was like, in the the fields outside the the dome in Fargo, like you know, crying, doing sprints, you know, like freaking <laughs> out. Of course, mosquitoes um, eating you alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think I don't think I went back the next year, not for any like strong reason, just maybe even had like something going on with the family or you know a different training camp opportunity or even recruiting stuff. But um, but yeah, and uh, but it's funny too. I almost felt like. I've been going to been a part of the Fargo team for like eight years, you know, <laughs> even yeah, like yeah. Really by, by two or three. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, it's just two or three years. Like, I was like, I've been like eight years of Fargo already, you know, in one way or another. So, yeah. Because that was, I mean, again, you would come to camp when you were super young. When we, I think you were you, there when I was there. You were there when <laughs> we had camp, you were there when we had camp here at the CYC, yeah. like, like yeah. 99, 90, yeah. No, it was 2000. 2000. 2002. So I remember. Yeah. So, 01 and 02, I think you, I remember seeing you there. So it was always you were always there, and and like because that was you were you were young and 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 just like you said, grind and and you you'd have guys your size, so mm -hmm. it was it was that 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 grind. Yeah. Um, now you're talking about recruitment, maybe give a little little background of your college career and and how that went for yeah. you. And when you were talking about you know uh, SF State, you're where it's located. You're just outside the city not too deep in it but you could still see the skyline that sounds familiar from when you went to the college, when you went to college so. <laughs> yeah it's funny uh that was a big bit for me at Northwestern too so yeah so coming out of high school I was the the top recruit in the country um it was a really amazing experience tr trying to and a bit stressful you know it's like it's obviously a very positive thing but it freaks a young person out at the same time um but had a really really good experience um being recruited and going to visiting colleges and trying to figure out where to go. Um, 
I went to Northwestern University in Chicago and just had a, a really great experience there. Um, uh, kind of similar thing to now how I see my my locale at SF, um, where it's just outside Chicago. So you have everything you might want from a big city, from a major city, you know, as far as internships or just general culture and life. But it's not your day to day work life and you have some peace in your sort of smaller quieted environment and that's something that i sort of want for probably my my life in general you know whether it's as an athlete or as a person i, I really like that um so i went there um was a three-time all-american uh took second my senior year sixth fourth second won a big 10 title um which is really important to me something that was elusive until my senior year um and then I spent another three or four years doing graduate school and creative writing and competing internationally on the senior level, got to travel the world wrestling, which is a, just a, going back to the fire camp thing. Now we're going international style, meeting people across the whole world, making new friends, competing, working a lot. And uh, just had a really great experience out there, you know, solid decade or so in Chicago, met my wife there. Um, and uh now here we are in, in San Francisco trying to bring everything I learned as a young person over there and bring it back home to the California boys. Is that something you, you as, a, as a college coach, is that something that you <clears throat> preach to your kids, importance of, of wrestling year-round and, and uh, wrestling yeah. freestyle and getting out there and competing in U-20s, U-23s, things like that? Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think it's, it's super important in your development that you can't uh, – I mean, really, you can't hope to – to be a, a national level athlete, unless you're wrestling year round, you know, like it just doesn't, it doesn't, you can hope to be uh, on the team, maybe hope to be a 400 guy, but if you're not wrestling year round and, and putting the kind of like real time into it, if you're not passionate and curious about it and trying to learn all the time, then you're not going to get to that level. And there's nothing necessarily wrong, wrong with that, right? If you want to be a more of a, a hobbyist, athlete and be a um competitor in high school but if you're trying to be a you know a state qualifier or a state placer or if you're trying to wrestle in college that's a different thing so i think it's really important as a young person to figure out like well not everyone not everyone like i was lucky enough to have coaches and, and my dad and other people in my life to say hey if you tell me that you want x here are the four things you need to do and here's the time and if you don't want that that's fine but if you do want this, here's the package and you can't say you want this and not do this. And so you need to tell me straight, like, do you want to be a, a national level athlete? Then you need to do these things or even a state level or state qualifier. And if not, we can be a, a part-time, you know, athlete. And that is, you know, you can still enjoy wrestling and, and be a good citizen. But if you want to get to that next level, then you've got to wrestle in the summer. you got to go full year round and, you should still have, you know, importance of other things in your lives, but you got to make it a priority. Which we, all, the reason, oh, we just preach that all the time here <clears throat> with every guest. We try to, especially college coaches, what we try to do is, you know, pull that out of them to speak about the importance of being a year round athlete. And of course, when they're younger, we try to say, you know, I like to promote dual athletes, you know, the kids that play baseball and football, but, if they it, when they start getting a little older, we're just like, hey man, time to go. You want you want to do this? You want to be good at this? Like, how hard? How difficult was it for you to kind of let go of soccer? Well, you kind of mm -hmm. didn't, right? Because <laughs> you kind yeah. of kept. Well, I took the other approach instead of letting go of other things. I just added on. So <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. 
you know, you you'll, you still really have, you know, there's a lot of hours in the week more than I think, you know, not everyone in the world relaxes. So uh, I don't think it's always necessary to be like, oh, well, I want to focus on wrestling. So I need to quit these four things or I need to not focus on these parts of my life. You can just add in stuff, you know, like if you want to really get after it and be a focused, high level individual, then yeah, you do need to prioritize and deprioritize. But I think you can be like a multi-sport athlete. I think you you can do other things and um, it's hard. It's tough. There are a lot of, you know, long, long days. Like in, in high school when I was in wrestling season and soccer. So I did in high school, I think my freshman year I played soccer and then sophomore year stopped, had a little break and then junior, senior year played again. Um, and I remember specifically like those later times, um, or those later years, I would go, we would have like weight training in the morning or I'd like, you know, run or something in the morning usually. Um, and then we'd have school all day, what, seven to three-ish. 3.30 to six was wrestling practice. And then seven to 8.30 was soccer practice. So, I mean, you don't uh-huh. have to be soccer <laughs> if you're willing to, you know, to, to- <laughs> Put in the work. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because it's yeah, the same I season, right? Same <laughs> season. Yeah, and I was lucky that, I mean, really, I mean, just, just structurally, if practice was not at seven, then I couldn't have played, you know? But I had this opportunity where I had, uh, that's just the way, I think our soccer coach had, uh, you know, maybe some work or some other stuff going on. So practice was at seven and gave me the opportunity then to be a, a two-sport athlete in the same season. What were we going to say, yeah. Robbie? So no, no, no problem. Uh, another reason why we started this podcast is we're also tired of hearing the countries um, talking about how soft California has gotten um, in, in ways. And you wrestled in the big 10 in in my mind, the hardest division in, in, in NCAA wrestling, uh, you know, and it, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. Uh, and by the way, I don't know if you know this, but Chris is a Iowa uh, donator. He's a supporter, so you do not like have to like Chris, anyways. Um, <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, would it but, would it no. change your would but, it change your perspective if I was like a Penn State? Uh, no, donate, donate not Big Ten. Maybe Why donate somebody. Uh, State donor instead. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. So I tell yeah, everybody Chris. the same thing. I said yeah. when I was growing up <laughs> in the nineties, just like you. Who was the Who was the best the best team in the country at the time? It was Iowa, Iowa Hawkeyes. And all I did was world champions, world team members. They were all Iowa Hawkeyes. I went to Iowa Hawkeye camps at that. Send the guys out here. Mark, hey, well, you know, Jay's trying to change that at SF State, but he needs your money. Hold on. Let me get back to my question. That's go all ahead. Sorry go to ahead. go off on a tangent. But you were, you know, a big part of a three-time All-American and in, in, in Big Ten champion, like talk about what it takes to take to that level, or or what the difference is, and and how how you're a boy from California, and you were a dominant boy a from California, slick on your feet. You were a California wrestler, you know. Riding was when you were younger wasn't the biggest thing at the moment in time, but then you had to go to riding country and and figure it all out. So can you get maybe give that a little bit of that perspective? Yeah, that's a really really good point, Robbie. Uh, so I would say in that development process that I was definitely like adequate going in college in my top bottom wrestling. 
but I had to spend a lot of time there to get that next level, right? Um, I probably could have survived not, you know, focusing on it and done, you know, ex I don't know, well enough, but I, I wanted to be a, a, well, a national champion. I wanted to be all American. And I realized that those were areas where I struggled as a freshman at the national level. So, I mean, it's a matter too, like going back to, we're talking about, you know, who I'm recruiting, you know, you get a kid who's a freshman or sophomore, do they think that they are ready? Do they, do, are they stagnant? Are they okay with where they're at? Or are they looking forward? Like, Hey, I'm, I'm just getting, getting going. This is just the beginning. What kind of work do I need to put in? And am I open to being coachable and learning? I didn't come into Northwestern being like, Oh, I'm the top recruit. I'm good. I got it guys. I came in like, help me. What do I need to do? Please tell me what to do. I'll do it. Let's what, tell me where to go. Tell me how to do this and, and let's put in time. So I think, um, I think that's really important as a, as a young athlete in college too, is that to continue to have that, that growth mindset, to be curious and be open to learning because you can be an amazing high school wrestler from any state and go into college and, and do poorly, right? Like you, like very few guys, we're talking maybe 10 guys in the, in the country are like ready to compete, you know? And everyone else, and those kids included, need to keep going if they want to get to where they want to go. Um, so I think just continuing to realize that it's it's growth and, and time put in, just like you have been doing your whole life probably or whatnot. So you're a college coach, man, and obviously. So is the perception of amongst college coaches is perception of California kids that they're good on their feet but soft when it comes to top bottom? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to work out with a California kid on, on uh, you know, a little more top bottom, maybe a little extra hand fight. Not everyone, but I mean, even now I, I get that <laughs> with my kids, you know, you know, uh, and I'm not trying to box them in and say, hey, we're going to change you, but let's talk about developing these these couple things and uh, um, perhaps wrestling a little less outside, a little more extra headbutts coming forward. Um <laughs> and uh yeah but that's the thing is as long as these kids are coachable and willing to learn you can teach them mm -hmm. so i think it's about looking for those attributes where not just like hey this kid uh is good or not good on in this area but you gotta when you're i i feel like depending on the size of your team or what you're doing um actually what just in general if you're just recruiting a kid based on the stat like they're a state placer or they have this or that, you don't know what you're getting, right? You got to get into, you got to do a home visit. You got to meet their family. You got to watch them at Fargo camp. You got to even coach them at Fargo. If you can't get on the team, you got to um, have them up on official visit. Like you got to have numerous touch points and really do your homework. That's something that I think has become really important to me as a generally young head coach. Like, doing my homework and really digging into the, to who I'm bringing on the team because it's more than just you're a state place. You're going to be good or not. It's way deeper than that. There are state placers from California who are, are very average college wrestlers. And there are kids who didn't place at state who turn out to be all Americans. So it's, it's a lot of variable there um, and finding those attributes and, and who still, who wants it, who's going to grow. Yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead, Stevie. Right, no, I was just going to say that's, you know, that's part of the work ethic. Some kids, they, you know, they, they think they want to be an all American 
in college, and then they get there, and it's like, oh, damn, this is hard. But then you get the kid that, you know, he, he was just, you know, a match away from, from placing at state or didn't get as high as he wants, and he's like, I'm going to show people. You know, mm-hmm. those are the kids that are hungry, and they, they end up passing people. And it, you see it in all in all areas of wrestling, not just from high school to college, but you see it from, from middle school to high school. And then there's those kids that pass up, you know, kids from, you know, high school to college, and then the kids that get out of college, and now all of a sudden they're wrestling internationally, and they're just they're beating people. So it happens all the way all the way through. It's just you know, those are those are the, those are the ones that are fun to see, fun to watch. Yeah, that's true. So I call them like call them the dream crushers, you know. You give the kid, he's wrestling, he's like a, a you know, plays six at a state one time, he's coming through, and three years later he beats like a three time state champion. And the kid is just like so, like you know, it's uh, yeah. It's uh yeah. <laughs> what um maybe maybe you can or can't say this, but San Francisco State, right? We have all this competition in California with the with you know, you have Stanford kind of next to you and you have um CBU down here and Vanguard's starting to go and, and Menlo and you know, so um what hey why in, why are you forgetting Cal Poly, Chris. Cal Poly. I'm just giving. Wow. I'm just. Why, why are you hating? I was, I was just shortening my my uh, question here, but um, yes, Cal Poly, of course. Uh, do you want me to add? What else do you want me to add? No, no, no. no Fresno uh, City. Or want, this guy's all boo boo. I just didn't want you leaving out. You know, you know just. Two oh, is that your, is that your alma mater? That's my alma mater. Dude. Oh, I'm sorry. I wrestled it slow. Come on. I'll, I'll rephrase the question. You have schools like Cal Poly. <laughs> Stanford, like that. So, um, what separates a San Francisco State uh, student athlete, you know, and, and and from those particular programs, and and talk to the kids that might be listening, the parents that might be listening, on you know what you, you kind of talked about it already with with Hayden in the in the characteristics that he possesses, uh, mm-hmm. but in general, like you know what. You like you see that kid, you're like, I'm I, that's the kid that I want, you know. Yeah. How how you separate yourself from the other programs? Yeah, I mean, I, for me in my recruiting process, it's all about relationship building. So, you know, sometimes you do recruit a kid because of the way business works. Like, hey, it, you place a state, cool, come board, you know. But a lot of the time, we're getting the opportunity to really get to know a person, to get to know their coaches, and we're doing a lot of recruiting based off of like long-term relationships and getting to know them rather than saying like, Hey, here's SF state. Here's my accolades. I'm a, I was a three-time state champ. Come wrestle for me, you know, because I think as much as that is important and you want to have a coach who is successful and a permit successful, like you, you need to, for me as an athlete, I always felt like semi-regardless of someone's accolades, I'm responding to someone who loves me and cares about me, right? And if I can, and I believe that as a coach and as a person, I'm a loving, sincere, caring person, and I respect my athletes and, and want the best for them, right? And I'm not saying other coaches don't. Obviously, that's that's hopefully across the board. But for me, it's getting to to know the kids and the families and and showing them through long term relationship building, like, hey, this is the kind of person I am, the kind of human being, and I'm going to give that to you for the next five years you know? So, and that was big for me. Like if my coach is in the corner and, and they, I feel that way about them when they say do X, Y, and Z, I'm going, you know, like it's, it's just done. And I think, um, 
that's how you get responsiveness, especially from, you know, even my generation, the next generation um, is through that kind of relationship building and through that care and love. Um, I think there was a certain time when people just like kind of fell in line, you know, back in the day, you just said, <laughs> you just do this and people just did it, you know? And uh, I don't know. Anyways, I'm getting a little off topic, <laughs> but that's how I'm, I'm recruiting. You know, I think as far as with those guys and what separates us, it's, it's all about fit. I know mean, I don't like to say like we're better or worse or this and that it's, it's looking at where do you fit academically? Where do you fit culturally? Do you vibe with a certain coach or a certain programming team? Um, is there a certain academic program that you want that exists? Like for us, our film studies is a top in the country. So if you're a film major and you want to wrestle in college, you should go to like probably us, or I know, um, uh, shoot, uh, the D3 in New York City has a great film program in wrestling and there's like, and Columbia, you know, like there's only three or four wrestling programs that have great film programs. And so I think it's going through now on the other side of it as an athlete, as a recruiting in high school and figuring out like, where do I fit in with people? Where do I want to be um, in really like a, not just a wrestling manner, like I don't just want to be like this, but like, where am I around people that I feel like I will succeed? Because if you're in the the right, you can be in a high level wrestling environment, but if it's not your environment, then you, you can have a terrible time and be very unsuccessful and vice versa, I would say, you know? So it's really about finding where do you mesh with people? And that's that's why I went to Northwestern. Yeah, it was like, I mean, they took fourth in the country that year, and but it was like more of a, a big picture thing. Like, hey, like, I like you here. I like these people. I like these coaches. Like, I... I want to stay. I went on my visit and I was like, can I stay here? Like, <laughs> like, do I have to go back? Like, this is great, you know? So where are you going to be happy? And not just in like a kind of flimsy happiness, like an outer happiness, but where can you be deeply happy and engaged? And that's going to lead to success. Did you I go on your recruiting trip in the, in the winter or in the spring? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did go in the spring summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I think I'm, I think that's awesome because when I actually heard you were going to go to Northwestern, I was like, again, you were the number one recruit. Like you, you four time finalist, three time champ, all this stuff. And, and so when I was like, okay, but it, then knowing your personality and then actually seeing Northwestern, I was like, no, no, this is where Jason did belong. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it, it, it 100% of it's not just, that's a great um, team. It's who do you vibe with? And you really can tell with certain, you know, athletes and hey, it's the coaching is all about, you know, Hey, are you going to take care of me when push comes to shove, mm-hmm. you know? And, 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 and the, a lot of the big, and that's what we were talking about with Caleb is a lot of the big D one schools and all these things is, you know, they, people, kids get lost. They get lost in that dream. And it's like, no, there's D two, there's D three and there's NAIA where these coaches are really good coaches and you can go get a great education and, and be cared about, you know, and, and really understand that and, and enjoy the sport of wrestling. And I think not to de- dog D one by any means, but I think that's what you're giving in quality. And that's why I think Caleb mm-hmm. giving down in Vanguard and, and stuff like that is you guys have been through the process, you understand the process. And now you're kind of giving it back to the kids in, in a way. So it's awesome. And just because you're, you know, it's a, one of the, the supposed best programs in the country doesn't mean it's going to be a, a, a good fit for, for everybody. You know, we had, I had wrestlers that, that we coached in high school and they're like, 
going on this you know i got this trip this trip this trip and then i got one more so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to, i'm gonna go to this school and then you know they go to the school they're not even thinking about and it's like that's the place mm-hmm. they fall in love with you know mm-hmm. not the 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 supposed like oh the top tier ones it's like you know they go somewhere they're like oh i just have five i have five trips so i'm gonna go on this one it's my fifth one they come back like coach that's where i want to go yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like, it seems uh, like everybody loves Penn State right now because that's where they're all transferring to for some reason. But NIL, baby. Well, I think Penn State. <laughs> I think I think the culture there is a great culture. I think they got a great coaching coaching staff. But then you can't really beat the Nittany Lang Wrestling Club right now and what they have there. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you guys have RTC there, Coach? Do you have a regional training center? At, at, yeah. At, mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How's that going? How's your how's your how's your RTC? How's that? You guys got a lot of we have more of like I would say uh, you know a a college focus going on. You know, so obviously there's a certain level of you know funding and you know uh, ecosystem. You got like places that have you know six senior athletes training. You know, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're actually working a little bit with trying to figure out like with um, beat the streets Bay Area some partnerships um, and trying to figure out how do we get some extra guys in our wrestling ecosystem who can train and coach and whatnot, some young alumni or young, young, uh, graduates. Um, but right now it's more of a college level focus. Um, we have guys going, you know, of course, to U S open to U 23s. Um, and then we also have, uh, we have the old crew, the veteran masters crew, you know, also nice. training, which is great. Nice. So, um, we had a couple of my coaches on staff did that. And, you know, we have a bunch of, uh, other you know wrestling people who have been training out of you know sf state recently for the the masters and then uh it's cool one of um one of my athletes and this is a good story he walked onto our team two years ago um and he is puerto rican and he just got the nod to be on the under 20 pan am team in uh in chile santiago uh coming up that's awesome yeah um definitely you know trying to build that that freestyle focus and, and getting that that rolling that's awesome yeah, that's quality Hernandez, by the way give a little shout out but yeah so he's going to panthems in uh in july I'm really excited for him do you have any greco guys there you know not as much but we we should and we could yeah. you should out. and you I'm could into. i i, I mm-hmm. think uh we can we can you know we have a lot of kids coming out of this program that need to be looked at and 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 are good level athletes that I think that the caliber of athletes that uh, you, that I think you would like um, mm-hmm. and, and mesh with. So, no, it, it, it it's it's difficult right now to find Greco Roman athletes in general, yeah. <laughs> and, really and, and and we're trying to build that back and 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 do that. And it's support of coaches like that willing to take Greco Roman athletes in that have a good folk style, freestyle freestyle wrestling that they can do it all. But you know, are heavy on just a little bit of a throwing. So I think that it, one day, I think it, hopefully we can make that connection between our pipeline to your pipeline. So I would say we will soon, Chris, that that's the real answer. Hayden likes Greco. Sooner than later. He does, man. He's good at Greco too, man. He's wow. good. I got a couple Greco guy only Greco only guys in my club. So they're, they're, they're getting to it. They're getting after it too. So I mean, I'm he looking for a well Exactly. Right. You're working for a good athlete. A good mm-hmm. human. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. that's and that's something you know, Caleb said too. He's, you know, he's looking for good humans. You know, yeah, looking to to for good people, good humans to be a part of their program and help build yeah. 
as they're building there and, 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 you know, learning from people like you and, and Caleb, it's, it's only going to help them get better as, as good human beings. So it's pretty awesome to hear. And I've had good experience with uh, CYC graphic guys. And we had Nate Cervantes was one of the yeah. guys, first yeah. athletes that I worked with at SF State. And he's an NCAA qualifier for us. And uh, there was, I would say he threw headlocks, you know, probably 8% of the guys. So, you know, I know there's some haters out there, but there ain't nothing wrong with the lefty headlock. That's for sure. There ain't you know? nothing wrong with that old lefty. Mm-hmm. I, know, uh, I know a guy that came from our program that pinned Jaden Cox in a headlock. There we go. There we go. You don't shout him out. He's not going to say his name. Luke Sheridan. Luke Sheridan, University. Uh-huh. Uh, was it some semifinals? Semifinals. Yeah, Threw yeah. him in a lefty and University Nationals, and then and then they wrestled NCAA's, and Jade wouldn't tie up with them. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. No, Stay no. away. Stay away. Stay away. So what's the future of the program look like, Coach? You guys, you guys have some off the expectation. I'm sure you guys always do. Who are the, you know, who are the um the Penn States, the Iowa's of Division Two and and who who are who are you competing with? And- yeah, who are we chasing? Yeah. I mean, right now, uh, a couple of the the better D2 programs, you know, especially on it's crazy, man. I mean, speaking to, to wrestling, we're the only D2 in California right now. Yeah. Um, Nuts. Menlo is coming through and transitioning to Division Two. Um, there's a couple that that left D2 went to D1 too. Also. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've been going through. So um, our conference actually is in Colorado right now. Um, so we compete against a lot of um, Colorado schools and um, some Nebraska. And so the kind of top people in our conference right now, namely are Adam State and Nebraska Kearney um, and Colorado Mesa. I think those are the top probably three who at regionals. Um, so yeah, chasing them down. I think it's cool. We have uh man we, we kind of got cleaned out just to be straight up during during covid you know really lost a lot of our team members lost a lot of momentum and was kind of a fresh restart but with that kind of with silver lining i got to also get a full rebuild you know so i feel like uh, it's crazy a vast majority of my team are sophomores because oh, we wow. keep it just a gigantic freshman class honestly you know um a lot of kids graduated during COVID and they came through registered and now they're freshmen last year so probably like 70 percent of my roster are, are sophomores well, they um, shut you guys down for a while too didn't they mm-hmm. during COVID because yeah. San Francisco was really strict like you guys couldn't even couldn't even train at the at the college it was wild man I didn't see my my office for like a year and a half oh yeah Jeez. so how was recruiting during that time for you then yeah it was uh it was <laughs> not listen, really you know <laughs> obviously i'm hustling you know but uh <laughs> but uh, but yeah it was uh i mean things were shut down man you know um we were able to bring in uh our 165 pounder golden tam um committed during that class and um also uh Jairo rivera california kid from uh from los angeles um mm-hmm. but that was kind of our recruiting class two really high quality kids but it's not like we were out there I mean, at that point, I didn't even know what, what was going on, you know, like it was like just insane. Um, we got them allowed to have some um, club practices, put you out to the team alpha male up in Sacramento with your eye favoring them. So we kind of transitioned to training out of Sacramento unofficially and, and through like the club level with our crew. Uh, and they were like super generous and helpful with that. So really, you know, the reason I had any semblance of program left, you know, as far as personnel goes was because of like, your eye favor and team alpha male up there. 
um, at uh, Ultimate Fitness. So that was really amazing. But at the same time, that only allowed me to bring back like a little crew, you know, mm-hmm. we only recruited like two guys. And um, so it was frustrating for sure. Grateful for those who helped me, but it was like a stressful time for for everyone, obviously. Yeah. And, and now I would say we were just getting back. Like we just finished, I would say building back to where we were before, as far as like momentum goes and everything, you know, like we came back and, uh, we had a really tough year that first year back. We had a, a almost 100% freshman class, a lot to learn, uh, not any, you know, we took in a year off, you know, and we struggled. And this past year, we competed hard, kind of back to where we were. And then next year, I'm really excited to see, like, who steps up, who's going to be an All-American, because I think we're back to to that stage, you know. But you guys know it's not a, it's not a, a six-month rebuild. It's a three-year rebuild. Like, yeah. that's the development arc. That's what we're doing. You know, we don't we're not like cutting corners, you know, like we have to build these kids up and it takes two or three years. Now with that, with all, I mean, not to bring it down a little bit, but with programs being cut left and right, I mean, for SF state to, to stay alive, especially through COVID, I mean, how is your, how is, I mean, just the doing that? I mean, I, I don't know. It, it just, to keep your program going in a time of in California where saying you're a wrestling, you're a rare breed, you know, you're the only D2 school left. Uh, um, very few colleges have wrestling and you didn't just get through or you still don't just have a program, but you got through a, a pandemic in a city that was ready to cut everything, you know? So maybe talk about that and, and this the determination to keep it there because that's a recruiting tool right there in itself of you have to grind you know yeah. like just to think about I mean we live in the Bay we live forty five minutes away from you guys and we were having a hard time over here and yeah. crossing that bridge was like you don't do it right yeah. you know or and everything was shut down the restaurants were shut down everything it was yeah. it was bad San Francisco was really really strict on a lot of stuff. So maybe give a little bit of that information of how you kept this thing growing and the determination yeah. of a coach to do that. I think that's a testament just to self-regulate. Yeah. Just like do it. my tenacity and, and passion for, for wrestling and for this program, about my creativity as a as a worker, you know, my ability to manage up to my athletic director and, and so forth and and also keep the team inspired, you know. And then secondary or not secondary but in addition to that being able to like this is my community you know like i felt like i had the backing i could i could call anyone any wrestling coach in california like hey man i I need this i need it today for this team and they're like yes like my room's open or whatever it is you know and um being able to utilize my network to get up to sacramento to figure out housing for the guys up there to figure out training for the guys up there jobs like you know um, so it's like twofold where it's like the generosity and openness of Uri Faber and, and his crew, you know, and, uh, and also like, you know, David Yee, who coached me in high school was up there in Folsom. And that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he let me stay at his house, you know, two, three nights a week for a full year when I was competing up there. Cause I would go basically, I mean, the, the long story is that we got the, the okay from Uri to hold practices up there. And then, um, basically uh and coach ryan loader was on board with me at that point so i would go and he was living in sacramento when he moved back when COVID happened so i would go up like for two three days stay with coach Yi, 
at his home and coach and then come back. So I was like commuting like half week kind of thing rather than driving up. Then coach Loder would coach two, three days. And then David E would coach another day too. So the guys were able to get, you know, full-time training for those who were up there. Um, it was a little bit piecemeal maybe, but we were like ready to hustle to make it, make it happen. And uh, I don't know, I guess I could have technically just sat in my hands and just hung out the whole year, but I wasn't willing to do that, you know? Um, yeah. Well, there's too much at stake. You got to keep your program going. I mean, yeah. There's a, there's a rich history of wrestling at SF State. You know, people don't really understand that. You know, a lot of NCAA uh, All-Americans, national champions, they were NCAA champions as a team, you know? So just keeping, keeping that going is, you know, it's something that you, that you got to do. Yeah. I think we can get back. I mean, I think, you know, looking at the, the year before COVID, I mean, we had two all Americans and we took 17th in the country. Um, and I think we'll be back there next year. So um, that point, not everyone knows that we, uh, we won the national championship, the team title in, in I believe 1990. And not everyone knows how many all Americans we had that we had, you know, we had a national chain, you know, it was it 2000, you know, 14 in the BB Gary. So um, there's no reason why we can't win here. And there's a history of success. And I think SSC is a goldmine, you know, and I'm slowly digging up and figuring out how to unleash it the most. Um, and uh, going back to other things to the program in general, like we were starting uh, endowments to fund the program for the future, you know, not just looking at like, hey, how do we win today? But how do we stabilize our team in the California wrestling environment for the long run? You know, um, we were able to honor uh, Coach Lars Jensen last year, raising a scholarship for him in his honor. So that's endowed and going to be, you know, perpetually invested in go to wrestling for forever. And now we're doing the same for Coach Alan Abraham, who was another, you know, historic coach at SF State and making sure that the guys in the team, our alumni and our general community understand like what needs to be done to continue to have success here. And, um, and I think that goes for every college wrestling program, you know, if, if you need to be looking to, you know, how do I manage up? How do I endow the program? How do I make moves? And even if it's small moves, those add up over time, maybe I won't even benefit from those endowments as much, you know, maybe they'll help me 10%, 5%, but man, if I, maybe in 40 years, you know, or whatever it is, I, I turn, turn it over, maybe helps the next guy, you know, and that's important to me because I love this community. I love the California wrestling community and I'm not doing this just for me, you know, yeah. this is about like legacy, the next generation, my wrestling kids now and uh, making sure there are opportunities for them for, for a long time going forward. That's awesome. You could really hear it in your voice too and how passionate you are about this. So it's, 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 it's probably contagious where you're at, you know? <laughs> so it's, 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 they can probably hear it in your voice and see it in your attitude. And you seem like a coach that not only talks it, but lives by his actions. And I think your wrestlers probably see that too. And like you said, you keep it um, saying that next year, you know, you guys are going to be kind of back on the map again. And, and, and we're coming. What you're saying, with what you're saying, it, it sounds like that that's definitely a possibility. So that, that's you guys are going in the right. I think, direction. I think what else needs to happen is this community needs to come back and, and start backing you and you know and supporting because I mean that's another big thing is support of your of your community and you're a, basically you're a hometown boy. Mm -hmm. You're a hometown, you know, San Francisco's your city. You know, you're 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 right across the across the bridge through the tunnels. You know, and I think um, 
that's a big thing for I think that coaches in this area all you know adore you you know like you you were the the hero you know now it's like all right now let's 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 support our hero you know let's go over there and and when there's a duel show up show up to the duels show show sf that you know they show help out your guys and have them and then when it's time for you to recruit kids you know now look we we pack our we pack our room and 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 have a crowd stand up for you guys and um i know how much you have invested into this area as an athlete and and how many coaches have helped you now in I think it's still, you know, in your, your giving back, you have a, a great college program. It's time for these coaches to go and, and say, Hey, this is could This could be you. This Everybody's talked about Jason Welsh in this area. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about what you've done in this area. Mm-hmm. Now let's, let's keep supporting you and show it at, as you as support as a coach, you know? And so hopefully everybody listen to this, you know, <laughs> we'll do that, you know, um, because it, it's true. It is true. It, it's, it's a, um, a thing that you, you were just across the bridge. And I think sometimes for, I mean, even us, like, like we kind of just, we don't think about it because we get lost in our ways, but we got to support wrestlers in, in wrestling at the next level in our, in California. Cause it's, mm-hmm. that's how it's going to grow. It's the only way it will grow. It's the only way it grows. And, um, and, and if you, we don't where it's, we're just going like, to lose another one, you know, yeah. and, and it, it shows of, Hey, you, all it takes is just to go show up and watch wrestling. Who doesn't like to do that, you know, and, 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 and show your support. So Jay, you're doing a great job, man. And especially as such a, a young coach, you took a team over what? 26, 20, 27, 27. Some guys are still, still wrestling at that age, man. You know? like, yeah. 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 You took yeah. a team over yeah. and survived a pandemic and are, you're crushing it as a coach right now. Man. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You're doing good stuff. It's awesome. So I have, I have, I have one more question. I'm going to give them the question guys. Do it. Do it. Wait, Chris, hold on. Go ahead. Can I send you the link to our fundraiser for the Alan Abraham endowment? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yep, for sure. 100%. All right. <laughs> We're going to merge you out. Just come, come support our local boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't you know? Isn't there a, the rich are getting richer. Isn't there a golf tournament <laughs> or something like that that you guys just had or have have coming up? Yeah, it's actually uh, June fourth is our golf tournament. So yeah, it's this weekend. June fourth. Yeah. yeah, it's the the California. It's the state meet, so we won't be able to, to make it. <laughs> they don't even know how to golf. We can definitely. I think Oster. No, we don't. Osterholt. Scott Osterholt sent yes. the link for. You might not know how to golf. I know I, how to golf. I can hit the ball. I know. Driving. How to golf. I'm really good at that and driving. I know how to golf. golf, but yes, we'll definitely promote you. We'll definitely yeah. promote this. One hundred percent, dude. Uh, when I mean, you have camps too that you guys are doing. Don't yeah. You? Are you still doing the one up in Tahoe? Yeah, we're doing the Tahoe one, and then we're doing um uh, one in SF this year too. Uh, commuter camp five day coming up um in a couple weeks as well in June. So how much surfing are you guys doing at that one? Uh, we are not surfing this at this one, but we are going to bring back surf wrestling camp in 2024. I think. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. So I'm hoping. So it's how, how'd you? So how'd you? I know you like you like surfing and wrestling. Are you just like I'm just going to combine the two. I mean, pretty much. That's how I end up here. It's like, what do I like? You know, it's like, you know, trying to figure out how do I make my passions into my work. You know, it's like, uh, so lucky I get to like, what is my my job? It's like things that like, like my dad's been coaching. You, know, you guys give so much time. My my dad coaches high school or lost so much, been involved in Pleasant Hill Wrestling Club, lost some high school, college park for years and years for free. You know, yeah, and it's a sacrifice. 
and I get to do this. I get to pay, get paid to do this, you know? Yeah. Like I'm so damn grateful for that. Like, yeah. it's like, I get to get paid to, to wrestle, to recruit kids, to, you know, obviously there's more of a job. We got to, you know, do other, whatever, but even the fundraiser would be like, Oh, I don't want to fundraise. I don't want to, you know, dude, I, I get to sell a product that I truly believe in. You know, I'm not, I'm not calling people and selling, you know, um, backend, uh, it software, you know, yeah. I'm calling people like, Hey, I believe in this program. These kids, like, do you want to help them? Do you want to endow this program? Do you want to, you know, like it's not, I don't know. It's not, not hard work, but it's, it's something I'm passionate about and it's something I'm grateful to get to do. Awesome. That's awesome. All right. Hit him with it. So I'm, so we ask every guest. I know I, I, I know you've watched every episode and listened to every episode coach. Okay. So you should know what questions coming. Okay? Give it to me. So what is your all time top 10 California wrestlers all time? Top 10. If there's not 10, close to 10. Ten? Robbie put himself in. So. <laughs> uh, I put myself in as an honorable mention. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, with my, speech. with, with how I look at it is <laughs> post, post high school career, college career, international career. Okay, these uh these these ev- guidelines are, are, are everybody has guidelines. their own everybody that's has how their I own. look at mine whatever you want you There's can go to straight throw, high school I want to throw Robbie in there because I think he deserves being there and I think also thank you Jay appreciate I, you you know I want to pay respect to the graphic community too you know you're gonna, you're gonna need you. a bigger hat I know a lot of people will probably get on here and just be like just name ten folk sellers you know freestyle appreciate you, you know? yeah um. What, wait, is it a, is there a number attached to that or is, is it no, hey, you get that <laughs> I just you just stay out of this. This is his top ten. Go ahead. Uh there, he's, he's talking about his wrestlers. <laughs> the Iowa brothers have to be in there, you know? Like those are our athletes and coaches that I, I looked up to growing up, you know, are very much part of this community, you know, started the funk revolution. And uh I think you talk about not just athletically, but like kind of like cultural icon of California wrestling community, like you, you have to name those names, you know, and I'm not going to be as familiar with some of the, the older generations, but for me, for who I was able to look up to and to have like local legends like that, that was pretty huge, you know? Um, and now to see their, their um, Jerry son, Jaden at Stanford doing big things. It's, it's cool to see um, the generational ecosystem there and, and that coming up. So got to give a big nod to them. Um, I'm trying specifically like who did I like you know just some guys I was like yeah it's like you know um you look at someone like you know I always love like uh, Steve O'Neill's story you know going from like uh his amazing wrestling career and you know did he win a world championship I forget right and then uh and then going off and playing for the Patriots you know like just showing that kind of versatility. And it's me a little about the, the, I don't know, like my favorite California wrestlers have a lot of flair to them and have a lot of duality and looking at someone like the Abbott brothers and kind of changing the game and bringing in some break dancing and some, mm-hmm. some California flair and looking at someone like Steve O'Neill to be like, no, I'm not just a world champion, but I also am going to play football now. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That stuff's insane. He was um, our guest. He was our guest last week. I think he put you in his top 10. 
he did. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. I think we don't mention Jake Barner. That's, you know, a big miss, you know. A carnal sin. Yeah. And uh, it's also, like, the fact that he's over at, at Penn State doing big things, too, is, like, huge, you know. So going back to, like, not just, like, hey, who was the best wrestler ever, but, like, who who's still in the community, who's still giving, who's having a successful college career. So uh, that's that's pretty pretty big time. Um, uh, Robbie and I got inducted into the California Hall of Fame a couple weeks ago uh, for wrestling. And, you know, also there's, uh, you know, Jesse Delgado, another two-time NCAA champion. Yeah. That's big time. We just coaching yeah. over at Brown now. Um, and, uh, man, I'm going to cut it at, at six-ish or so because I could just keep going, you know? Yeah. I, we, I, I mean, maybe... we, we, had, we had guys on, like, Schultz, they had yeah uh, Schultz, you know, like they, just, they had Wheeler, Adam Wheeler. Um, yeah, we could go on for like just for, that, and that's the debate forever. for for a long time. He had a, a meet four on his. Um, yeah, I put a meet because I mean, just what what the like what she's not done wrestling. Well, I mean, she's done something already that has never been done by any wrestler, mm-hmm. um, and so it, it puts her in the conversation. I'm not mm-hmm. saying of all time. I'm just saying of like all wrestlers. I'm saying of California. She came from California. Well, yeah. even of all time. I mean, I mean, we, pretty, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty special. We'll get there. But like, you got to put it, put her on it. Because I mean, if you're talking strictly California kids that come from California and California wrestlers, I mean, what she has already done as a young athlete and a young, a young person is truly amazing so far. Mm-hmm. And she's still writing her story. Right. So it's like you can't not not. He knocks me on that. He always knocks me on that. I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but his sister you know Tatiana Suarez. Listen, I was just he's thinking in, in my UFC. head. I was like, I'm gonna get through he's this episode without him saying it, dude. And I was like, I did. When he's gone, I'm gonna say yes. Got through it, dude. Come at me. And I'm gonna come back at you. Just thinking that right now, dude. <laughs> that's so weird that you said that because I was like, I hope, don't, I hope he doesn't say anything stupid. Oh. <laughs> but see, he knows he knows your sister because your sister was a badass when he was younger. Uh, are you guys similar age? How old's Tatiana? She's uh thirty one. Yeah, so she was the same time. Thirty two. Same yeah. time as you. Yeah. What year did you graduate, Jason? Uh, high school. Oh wait, oh, wait. Well, same grade. Yeah. She graduated in oh, eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight, so, yeah. yeah. You guys were probably on the Fargo team. She's a little crazy, so. <laughs> but probably. Um. So you're coming <laughs> down yeah, to Fargo camp there. again? <laughs> they give you the right dates because they've given us like multiple dates. Have they given you the days yet or no? Oh, Fargo uh, camp. Fargo camp. Uh, texting them. I have a. I have it generally blocked out. Seven, so seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Seven eight nine. I thought it was nine ten eleven. Uh, I thought it was nine ten eleven. Too. Well, what's that weekend? So what's that that weekend? I nine, thought it was ten eleven. Okay, so it's that weekend. The girl, girls, the girls are the girls are uh before us. Before us, yes. they're set. They're seven eight nine. Yeah. We're nine ten eleven. Yeah. So we go like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. I just know it's generally that week, and I just I, mean, I just wait for you know. A call from Robbie. Well, it was a. It was about. I'll see you Tuesday. You know, it, was a, 
Yeah. It was about to be like mid June. No, it was uh, late June. Last week. Late June. Last week. Well, they were gonna change yeah, it. Yeah, the twenty fifth. We had to change it. The selling arena, not the selling the the it double the, the, the double, double tree, tree double book stuff or something like that. Huh. Yeah. But we're still having it. Yep. We're still go. having it. We'll be there. Make it happen, man. Just keep making it it's happen. Be fun, man. We're looking hey, we're forward to. We're trying to it. get them to do it up here. We're trying to get it back at the. We were trying to get back at CYC. They're like, yeah. we're having a hard time. Well, like, what was the pushback? What was the pushback? We have a facility. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. That's. I think well, I could go for CYC. It's a little closer to me. I could yeah. do that. Well, what'd you say? What was the pushback? What was the pushback on there? Um. They love Fresno. Yeah, they like Fresno too much. Love. That's, they their, that's their, their gig, man. But uh, I mean, no, I don't know. We we it was they were they were trying to figure it out. They have a uh, they're trying to keep the relationship and build you know with with the relationship they have with uh, DoubleTree. So that was the the pushback is like, hey, we're gonna try our best to keep it here, but if not, stay by, stand by. We're like, yeah. hey, just let us know because like, we're ready to go. We can pull the trigger at any moment. We got a hotel down the street that's willing to help uh, work with us. We have a map facility that we can hold. We could hold, like, we could do Greco in one, freestyle in the other. We can flip flop it. We can do whatever we wanted in here. So like, um, we were ready to pull the trigger, like that. I I, I was on the meeting the next day. I walked in, talked <laughs> we, to our director we're here. Buses lined up. <laughs> we were getting buses lined up, hotel lined up, catering yeah. lined up. We we're like, we got on it, and and we were ready to roll. But they 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 figured it out, and they want to keep the relationship building down there. So. And it's more centrally located for you. Do you love Fresno, Chris? Yeah, I love it. That's his favorite spot. Love it. It's amazing. <laughs> amazing spot. But if I had to go up, walks around. The if I had to go up to you guys, man, that's what six and a half hours. Seven. I know. Yeah, that's a long time. So, yeah, I think Fresno's kind of central to everybody, so it's, it makes it yeah better. But coach, we don't want to take any more of your time. I know we've been on for about an hour, almost an hour and a half. So. Um, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to spend here and talk about wrestling. And, you know, you sound so passionate about what you're doing and where you guys are going and the direction of your program. And, and I know all three of us are excited about, you know, you and, and the program. And I have some friends that graduated there, um, wrestled there. And, um, so, you know, I know they're probably excited and, and, uh, you know, we wish you all the best of luck and, and I think we're going to see you in, you know, a few weeks. So Margo camp, man. So again, thank you so much for being on, 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 and, and uh, we can't wait to get this out, get this information out and, you know, promote anything that you have coming out camps. Yeah. Give, give us their last rundown of anything you want to promote at the moment in time. And then your uh, social media handle. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So you can follow me at Welch's grapevine and uh, I post everything on there, you know, little, yeah, little breakdowns. Uh, my website is jasonwelch.us. And between those two things, you can, you can find whatever you want on myself or camps as a state wrestling. I've got a San Francisco commuter camp mid June, a Lake Tahoe commuter camp mid July. Um, going to be making an appearance at Fargo camp, um, doing a couple other guest appearances. We've got our San Francisco state golf outing June 4th. That's on our RTC website, which is, uh, San Francisco RTC.org. Um, and then we're also fundraising for an endowment right now. And that's a primary um, uh, outcome of our golf outing is to fundraise for an endowment for SF State to continue to look forward in honor of Coach Alan Abraham, who gave, he was a, a long, long time wrestling coach, football coach, and 
teacher at SF State. So like one of the SF State OGs, um, great dude. Um, and then what else is going on? That's the big summer. It's, it's the camps, it's the golf outing and fundraising. We're gonna be training our asses off honestly all summer. And uh, I'm so excited for the fall. I'm gonna, we should touch base in, uh, in about <laughs> months. Like, yeah. yeah. Let's do this. Have you back on. Have you back on and see what the progress is and see where you guys are at, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for being on, Coach. Thanks for coming on, Good luck to you guys this season. See you soon. See you soon. Thanks, Mike. Later. Jason Welch, San Francisco State University head wrestling coach. Three-time. Three-time. Was he three-time state champion? Three-time state champion, four-time finalist. I just remember how slick he was. Three-time All-American. I think I remember NCAA watching him one time. I was like, "Oh, it's done. It's over." Oh, what the? What? What is? Ah, oh, he would put himself. He would put himself in positions. He was so flexible. He mm-hmm. would put himself in splits, and the guy would lift up his leg, and he'd still be in. And just staying calm. Just, just going through his. I I would love to see what his heart rate would stay before Matt, like, because he was just so even keel. Yeah. He never. Mm-hmm ever freaked out he never his mindset was just like a sniper you know like i might have i might have put him in my top 10 so i know i put him in mine all right honorable mention at least well we can replay that i wish we we had someone might have to go through might have to go through yeah might have to go through see see who's because i know steven neal was not in your top 10 so we might have you know some uh you know some some uh, you know some order for did you listen you know what dude i Literally, Did you listen? I was like, yes, I'm gonna get through this without him saying that, dude. And then you literally said, I didn't it do it as my thought. Like, hey, I didn't finished. do it with Steven. Yes, you did. No, yes, you did. did. No, I did the Iowa. I did. No, Iowa. Did. We did Tatiana. No, you did. Yeah. Do it. No, did we? No, I don't <laughs> so, think we did. I'm pretty sure. Did it be <laughs> like? It'd be like getting through an episode without you giving us trash about Greco. Yeah. It just I don't give you trash. I, 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 what I don't, what I don't appreciate is that you don't be playing right now. As the don't be playing freestyle right now. only coach. Because I teach Greco. So. Oh, we know you do. I teach Greco. So How I'm many guys came to Mark Halverson uh, tournament? Hey, his, his boy Memorial. was going to come, but. I know Tank was. Yeah, I, Tank not, was going to come. Tank was going to come. How's his grandmother? I haven't seen him since that, since he called you guys. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That was a hopefully, hopefully, hopefully she's doing well. Hopefully, Jim did ask, me, but uh, no, he uh, said he was going this weekend. He did ask me about way he should go. So he's, he's, uh, he's remember he's still only a sophomore, dude. So yeah, he's, uh, he's still yeah. learning, man. He's still learning and and uh, still growing. And well, uh, the tur- uh, the tournament was great. Mm-hmm. Tournament turned out great. Team Alaska still here. That's why we had a little bit of a late start today. Yeah. Setting them up. They're over in the other room right now, wrestling. And are they, are they on the field I, I think they, they, they went. They did the field, played a game, and I think they went back into the room. Oh, okay. I let. I, I kept the okay. kept it open for them, and um, I you know it was good. A lot of great wrestling, a lot of good matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we're just building. a lot of good. John Sachs got some good pictures. Got some good pictures. People getting domed, oh, bro. Man. Where is uh Sachs at? Where is he located? He's up up like here, Santa Rosa area. Yeah, northern. Yeah, he's up nice. there. He's a he's the North Coast. He does the North Coast for uh takes photos for North Coast and he's a he that guy has been around the world. Ever. He's going to the Olympics again. 
I know. He got his Olympic. He's almost done. He's done for Paris. He he's what is it? I think he's been. What did he say? Twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah twenty twenty four. But he was in. He was in sixteen. He he's, was. He, he's been. Uh, I I. What do you? He, to he told me his credentials. I think it's. He started in ninety two. Bar, uh, Barcelona. Jesus. I think so, that he said this is going to be his last one. Yeah, he's been I to am, like he's been to a lot. So. Uh, I am uh, leaving next week. You guys are. Yeah, what's his name? Just sent me this. That little. Um, see that. Oh, Clayton. Yeah. 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 Uh, he. Uh, I'm like, hey, why are you only doing one every year? What the f? Yeah. The only reason I did it was because it was the only one. I want to get it out of the way. So. And you um, want to go to Final Alexa here. I can watch. I might change my flight, dude. I might change my flight and leave. Leave you Sunday. Won't you won't do it. You, you won't do it. it. If if I do, Robbie, you got to get me a ticket, dude, because you're you're. I'll do it. I'll, what, you if did, hey, gotta, what if hey, I did? What if I did Spanish? She's got to. Hey, all you got to do is just follow me around wherever we go. You could be yeah. the Greco translator for Spanish. Spanish. You'll yeah. be on uh, Telemundo. Telemundo. <laughs> <laughs> but they have, dude. We're gonna be. Listen to this guy. I, I was dude. about to go. I was about to eight, go the wrong path. Bro. Eight a.m. Eight a.m. Dude, dude, you're about to be in a locked into a hotel room dude, in Jersey for a while. Eight a.m. to eight p.m. Dude, yeah, you'll have a eight a.m. to eight p.m. Yeah, yeah. Eight, so Thursdays yeah. eight a.m. to nine a.m. So check in. And it, wait, time out. It doesn't come with a ticket. No. What do you mean? No, they don't. That's separate, homie. <laughs> But I'm a high pro, high profile uh, performance leader, or whatever. High performance is. coach. So I got, yeah, you are. Uh, discount. We didn't I got do that because that was an extra hundred bucks. Yeah, you. Yeah, are. but you don't get any. You are. Get discount. You're a high profile performance coach over there, Coach Chris Lopez. Does Nine you, to ten a.m. is welcome with ours. His is Mike printed out. Clayton. Yes, it says the, it on my you card. You get the plastic card. Next year it'll say S. Makes it so much better than us. <laughs> S next to my name. You know when we're oh, in- I have an X S next to my name too. I have yeah, but yours is not name. official, <laughs> dude. You're, it's only because you went to the Olympics. No, I'm just saying Smith. It's in my name. Yeah. We have and S's I, on I, our I, cards. I thought if you're an Olympian, dude, you get, you get silver automatically. No, no they, they my claim changed that. They're like, we're giving stuff for free. Oh hell no, yeah, we can't do that. We got money to make. <laughs> 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. is United States Marine Corps title sponsor, welcome, and U.S. Marines to enter the leader activity. 11 a.m. 11.30, band app presentation, which is now um, 11.30 to 12.15, gold with Tanner Bowman on coaching with times. 12.15 to 12.30, distribute lunch. 12.30 to 1.30, working lunch. Gold with Di- uh, Dane Tabano. You know these guys? Nope. On differentiating coaching approaches. 130 to 230, Miss Emma Randall. Uh, I know Emma. Mm-hmm. I know Emma too. She's, She's NYC RTC coaching. Yep. Mm-hmm. Columbia University uh, women's. Mm-hmm. 30 to 330 is Bjorn. on the power of a coach. She's at uh, Harvard. She's the she's yeah. at, and she's at the uh, uh, Beat the Streets New York. I think executive director. Yep. Uh, Taylor Basher, if it's Taylor O'Donnell, ooh, my crush right there. She 
was not now, but she was when I was at the Olympic Training Center when we were like 17 or 18. So yeah. <laughs> we didn't have phones, so we just exchanged emails. Nice. AOL. AOL. We sure did, dude. The kids, the kids are like, what? What is this? You get to be on the match with Bill so Zadek. Oh. Oh, okay. There we go. Now yeah. we're going. Now we're going. Uh, so, you gonna bring your video camera and video Terry Steiner. Terry? Terry's on the mat with Good Terry. Stuff. Um, Good ooh, stuff. Tanya, Tanya Verbeek. My sister doesn't like her very much because uh, oh. it went back and forth. Wait, who's your sister? Uh, Emil Shamit. That's her dude. And then the coach is social. Oh, and then Final X. Final X. You know what? I think I'm going to change my. I fly, dude, because if I'm there, I might as well jump out. I didn't say I almost said it. Harvey, bleep that out, dude. You know, you did say it. You did say it. You did say it. I elongated the word. You said it again. I just elongated the word. Two F off, dude. Two. Wait. Two. It's going to be fun. I'm and everybody thought I was gonna be the first. <laughs> um, all good, man. All good. No, cool, that's man. gonna be awesome. No, be hey, 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 but yeah. seriously, if you don't have a ticket, just just come chill with me. Well, if 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 they say it's okay, then yeah, you might just have to watch Greco though. Huh? Okay with that. Is it, so hold on. It's finalized one day or two days. One day. One day. One day. Two sessions. First session starts at noon Eastern or twelve thirty Eastern. Weigh-ins are at 10, 30, 10, 10, 30. Time does it end? Uh, just listen. Uh, yeah, going through the schedule. Going through the schedule. And then um, that's the first session, first match. Then they have a break. They're going to run all three mats. There's three mats. They're running all three mats. Uh, and then we come back. Second session starts at 6 p.m. Starts at 6 p.m. And if there is, they're running the both. Second match and. And third match, if if needed, if needed, second and third match. And then, um, also going on, is true second would be oh. in the morning. Oh wow! Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Can't do that. True seconds in the night. After yeah, true seconds gonna have to be after the the, yep. the match three. What does no, no, true sorry. second get? <clears throat> Oh, it's national team money. Is it true second or true third? True third. Yeah. They're actually. True third. Yeah. That's cool. That, that, that actually... should be in the morning. True third. True That's third what I mean. True third. True third gets national team. Yeah. Which is true health second. insurance and a check every month. That is awesome. Uh, true third is uh, $275 oh. a month. Oh. How much? $275. Dollars? Also. Dollars. Dollars? Yeah. Two hundred and doll hairs, doll hair, pretty much the same. <laughs> doll hair, pretty much the same. <laughs> much the that's same. how much you get. Well, I don't know. Uh, supposedly they. That's what the rate was when I they'll, was. There. They'll uh, spend that money at the bar the next the that that night. Dude. Those are high level athletes, sir. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, we all <laughs> we all know. Uh, no, that's how much. That's their monthly stipend. That's how much. If you were a third in in the country uh, until this year, I think they just bumped it up. And maybe it might what, be what three hundred, three hundred, two seventy six. But you got to pay taxes on it. 
Uh, we can get, we can go down, hey, if you want to go down a dark hole right now, we could go down a dark hole right Save now. For another <laughs> we could talk how much other people are making at USA Wrestling oh. that are not the athletes. Oh, uh, I'm I'm gonna add you guys to a group chat right now. Jason said that he wanted to uh, wanted to add yeah. you Yeah, yeah, let's do yeah, it. Um, I also you we gotta talk, we'll talk off camera, but we could go down some dark stuff right now. Yeah, there's some high six high, figures, high and, six figures that. And, and athletes are getting uh 275 uh 275 <laughs> the third the third guy on the ladder is getting 275 dollars the number one but, guy i, I was mean, on, only and now this is the thing this is the thing okay i as the number one athlete was only making stipend wise twelve thousand dollars a year and that was getting taxed by 1099 but then they was making but then they were like well you live at the training center that was I was living at the train center before that. Like, you get so much money. Well, there's other guys that don't live at the train center that's only making this much money. Like, it's a big problem that we have at the moment in time is that these guys aren't getting paid, these athletes. Now, I supposedly, I haven't seen the contract because I'm not wrestling anymore uh, at, a, at, the, at the senior level. But do you think that the, do you think that the freestyle guys get more money? Or is that just... So now, no. Well, yes, some of them do, some of them don't, some of them don't, some of them. It, it's so they have. That's the one thing they have to keep equal across the board, unless. So if you the sensitive is this. Now this is even a more of a joke to in my mind. So if you're a world champion, you get fifty thousand dollars. Second place gets twenty five. Third place gets fifteen. Fifth gets twenty five hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you're a world champion, you get three thousand dollars a month. $3,000 a month. That's taxed. Mm -hmm. How is that even over in Russia? If you're a world champion, you're set, you're set for life. Once you retire, you're, you're, or you lose, you lose that money. It That's doesn't mob matter. money. It's mob money. Oh, I don't care, dude. We got mafia in our, as this country. Come on, mafia. Start giving us your money. No, no. We have Sorry, Russia. Sorry, Russia. Dude. Sorry, Russia. But we have some high-level profile guys that we can figure this out. This is what's garbage about it. Like, once you're done as an athlete, there's no insurance for you. There's no nothing for you. You're just giving away, and it's on to the next. This is the one of the biggest problems why wrestling is not growing as a whole is because there's no one out there to say, hey, man, let's support our athletes when they're done wrestling, yeah, when they're like, done, when when they their bodies are so, so messed insurance. up. Insurance. I'm going to. The, insurance the, some type of retirement plan some of these guys some of these guys are getting to the top of usaw not all of them some of them are. and they're getting they're, they're getting paid pretty good well some of them but i mean but that's a small that's few a small but still that's a small oh what up manny what's up um but that's a small few of them you know that's a that's a very small group that's a very hey, manny's small manny's group. going to tulsa right Manny's going to Tulsa. Yeah. yeah, he said he's going to make one. Our little Manny. Our little Manny. Hey, is it plus four or plus five for, for freestyle? Five. Plus, plus five, five for freestyle? Dang! That's a kilo we just, and a half. We just Two and a half one, kilos? We just had one kid pull out this. Messed up. But, so, but, you know, that's that's one of the biggest, hardest things about, you know, we, we, we complain about like, oh, why don't we get our top level? Like, because these guys need to go make a living. And this is one of our biggest reasons for Greco athletes. We don't have the same opportunities with the RTCs 
So we don't have the money coming in. So you, you have to get a job on top of that. Yeah, but the RTCs are doing a lot better. They are. The RTCs well, are well, just talking to you guys. guys. Yeah, no, we stopped. I'm I didn't. Gonna, I don't have my so phone. Jay's not Jay's not listening right now, but I'm gonna we're talking to Birdo this weekend um about the uh Fargo the camp schedule and stuff like that. So we'll uh we'll kinda iron out a lot of details. He wanted to talk when we were down there this weekend. So yeah. we'll set some stuff for You're gonna be there this weekend, yeah? We'll set some stuff up. How many locations? I have a meeting. I have a meeting with Janine and Dixon. How many? How many locations you got? Uh, dude, this is, is that your big group this weekend? Is the little kid? This is the thing. Is that I've been pushing this tournament for a month or two, probably two months now. Let's get to this tournament. We got to get to this tournament. Probably maybe five, ten kids. But the high school kids. What? We're gonna have more high school. Have more Greco kids. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Good. Just, That's what I like to hear. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. But I mean, I thought I thought you guys were gonna have a big big group for freestyle. I thought I was too, man. Maybe it's because you guys maybe had a maybe it's guys had a big coach. group for Greco. Are you are you a Greco? Are you Greco club? Is Legacy a Greco club? You know why? Maybe because it's easier to them. <laughs> you mean funner? I think that was a jab. I think it's, I think, but I'm gonna, to I'm, I'm gonna roll this. I'm gonna roll this and say maybe it is because they're just better at it. Well, maybe it is because they don't have to maybe, sprawl, maybe, dude, maybe so. they, maybe they don't, maybe they have a better coaching. They, they had a couple like good clinicians come in and teach some good stuff. And so they're like, damn, this stuff is cool. Maybe it's because the coach they have it's now coach is teaching Chris. Greco. They like Greco more. Coach Robbie's where it's at. So we do a lot of the stuff. We, we, we're just consistent with, with, uh, what you brought in so we've just been doing that and i actually That's taught a, them i just taught them the um like about a week ago two weeks ago that that uh um, time out oh, okay let's sorry sorry let's suddenly finish this i taught them that that uh that high step lift back step yeah. and that back step lift yeah what's his name back step lift where you put the back the back step over and then you step up towards the armpit and lift oh like a swing step yeah a swing step lift so yeah. I, don't have, I don't have i don't have a name for it but Swing step. Swing step. Yeah. Is there a, is but is there a, a lift name for it? Like oh the first yeah, lift. Yeah, a swing step. Step? See, I don't know. I just did it. Mm -hmm. That was the only lift I knew. I had a I had a, a boy. there's a lot of different lifts. You can go straddle, you can go swing, you can go you lose, you can go side lift, you yeah. can go reverse See, lift, you can go high reverse, you can go you right? can go high. You lose. You lose. That's, that's, that's you gotta get the knee that's and the hip. The one that you came that's and learned. the knee and the hip, and then you have to rotate up at the conquer cup. That's the one I'm talking about, kind of where you put the yeah, knee in the yeah. middle, right? Towards like no, that's a swing step. And then you, you knee in the middle is a swing step. Back knee step, on the, knee back on the side. step over it's high step up. Oh, go up above the arm. Yeah, yes. Well, all the lifts you're going to the elbow. Uh, the above the arm. No, not above the arm. Or like the stepping the towards the armpit. Like, like a loose. Yeah, you're going. It's just you're you're doing just a, a basic swing. We're step. trying to. Yeah. We're speaking Spanish to a a, a, a Norwegian right now. Yeah. Like, don't. <laughs> Sorry, me. dude. Sorry. Um, Either that or reverse lift. That's it. That's, Time out. <clears throat> swing steps are legit though. Is Frank's boy coming up and wrestling? Mm -hmm. Frank's boy's wrestling. Okay. He's leaving uh, Monday to uh, schoolboy duels. Okay, hey. just want to make sure. No, he's going to make sure. <laughs> but he's wrestling freestyle. Want to make sure. Can can we? Where you at, Frank? He was gonna try. <laughs> he was gonna try to put him in cadets to qualify for Fargo because he's uh. Stop, bro. He, Frank's uh, trying to do too much. The same. He was gonna try to get. Frank's him. trying to do too much. You have to be fifteen um, though in eighth grade, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to be a cadet. Yeah, he's fourteen. 
Are you gonna? Are you pulling this up? I'm trying to share the screen. Doing? I can't. I don't think. I don't. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You trying to show? Video. Of what? He, whoa, whoa, dude! What are you looking at? <laughs> What's going on over here? What am I looking at? Where's YouTube? Hey, Brazil. YouTube? Brazil's coming to pick up her dog, so I'm gonna have to. Uh, you have to go. Oh, Brazil. put Brazil on here real quick. What up, Brazil? Well, she's at. Uh, that, uh, she was in Oregon doing a doing a clinic. She ditched us. She's not coming to. Uh, um, she's she's on the world team though. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, Told her. Uh, is, Chris can't see this, but this is the. Yeah, yeah I understand. <laughs> so we're just gonna watch. Let's explain oh. it. That's the one I was talking about. He yeah. stepped above the arm. Yeah, but that's not the Chris. That's you, not the one I'm teaching. No, no. I I yeah, know no, that no, one, no. but I'm not teaching that one because. I don't think that it would can I, be. Can, can I share my screen or does that I think not... so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can share screen. Yeah, you can bottom, share screen. Bottom, no, bottom says share screen, bro. Huh? It says host disabled. Host oh, disabled. I don't know how to undisable it. All right, so if you got to go, let's, yeah. let's let's do this. So what yeah. do we got going on? Say hi. I'm, so we got uh, this weekend. This weekend, yep. We got this weekend. Greco State. Uh, Greco <clears> State. Freestyle. We'll recap it next week. Um, Then we got Greco or uh, Then we got... Uh, Final Silver X, College, Final Silver X, Camp, Silver College. Then uh, uh, same Tulsa. weekend is Cadet and Schoolboy. Yeah, Cadet and Schoolboy duels. Schoolboy duels, Cadet and Schoolboy ah. duels. Next weekend is Tulsa. 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 Come and back for about a like week what? or two, and then a week. My birthday party. Where's our invite, dude? You guys, come. If I get an invite, it's gonna Wait, be in a hall. Where at? July first. July first? No, I can't make it, dude. I'm down in. Uh, I'm going to Santiago de Chile. Where's my invite, bro? I can't go if I don't. You gonna get come by yourself? Yeah. Or are you gonna bring your wife? Santiago de Chile. Calm down, bro. Let's see what's up. Santiago. Then you're gonna get an invite. If you come, you come. Don't. You don't. And then I come back from that. And then remember, uh, I learned from a, I learned from somebody yeah, the other day. Fresno. You only get one invite. If you don't come, you don't get another one. One of the dads told me that. One of the dads told me that. I guess I have to go. All right. So, and then uh, let's do this. Then who are you? Episode 22. Who? 22. I just got back episode. Those, those? Just got the juicy episode. Upload that. Putting together. uh, He's putting together 21 with uh, Stephen. Oh, this is 22 with. Jason Welch. I'll I'll reach out to um You're on the board next. I know. I'll reach out today to uh Wheeler. Wheeler. Come on. Adam Adam Wheeler. Wheeler. Adam Big Wheels Wheeler. That will be episode 23 as we go into man, we might have to do it from New Jersey. Or the or uh, if he wants to do it on might. Tuesday. I'm flying in Friday. Friday, uh, Friday evening, Saturday, and I'm out Sunday because then we're flying to Tulsa on Monday. Well, either way, we got to get it done. I'm Coach Chris Lopez, LWC underscore Coach Lopez underscore here at Legacy Wrestling Center. You can find it at that, at Legacy Wrestling Center. And then these guys are... RT, DS, Greco, <laughs> CYC, underscore, underscore, official, and then the Cali Connect. Podcast uh, underscore podcast. And then we got we we underscore throw underscore here. Oh, <laughs> you gotta say it with with 
But what we say, hey, you me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you ganas. how to do real lifts, not just the. Uh, just if you can lift step, me, dude. Homie. If you can lift me, dude, then I, I will quit. I could lift you. Oh, is the gauntlet throwing? Is, is the gauntlet throwing? I didn't say Robbie. Fargo can't, baby. I didn't say Robbie. Fargo Robbie you're not involved baby. in this. Fargo Two separate weight classes. Baby. Hey, Manny heard it here. Manny. You heard it here. You guys are the same weight class. What you talking about, yeah, boy? I'm lifting you, dude. <laughs> How much do you weigh? You're down. I'm taking WC over. Your leg over. can't even get up that high. <laughs> I don't need to step over your arm to lift you. Why are you dude? talking so much trash right how, now? How, he's trying to hype himself up. He's trying to hype himself how, up. He's how, starting. He, he's starting. <laughs> Who's your partner? Tag team match. You, Berto versus me and Steve. <laughs> Whatever style you want to wrestle. That's not fair. You give me a cripple guy? <laughs> Come on, dude. What, you want Iggy? Fair, dude. <laughs> you could take Iggy. Iggy, I'll be afraid of Iggy. Iggy's like spider monkey come at you. He might stab you in the throat. I feel bad about it, dude. His little kids would stab you in the throat. Jeez. We are out. Episode 22 in the books. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Can we check us out? Can we get the video of me lifting you? Yes. I'll video. Bye. Later.